Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. G'day, Steve. You sick of me yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're, just, we're doing 18 podcasts a week nowadays, aren't we? Between <laughs> yeah, two blokes, is... a private, a movie podcast, and here we and are once again. I'm in my Formula One, and I'm, this is my six, I think, six podcast this week. Yeah. We are, we're doing this. Uh, it's the iPhone launch day edition, thanks to Telstra. We did the same thing last year, except we were um, out of the lockdown rules and are able to sit in the Telstra uh, Experience Centre in Sydney and have a bit of fun because we it was the first 5G iPhone, so we were doing speed yep. tests. It was a pretty epic day, to be honest. And I think I switched plans live. Yeah, we did. We both did. the show was finished, it, we, my plan had been upgraded. So we're doing it once again, thanks to Telstra, focusing on the iPhone here. So if you're looking at the iPhone 13, you want to know what we think. Um, we want to know what's different about it, um, why it's changed or if it's changed in different areas. Uh, that's what we're going to cover here today, as well as you know, incorporating it, just how Telstra is trying to obtain your business. Because it's, uh, I, I think for the first time in in a few years, we've got a solid you know fight amongst the Telstra, to, uh, the telcos for the iPhone business. Yeah. Um, from Telstra's perspective, just I thought it was interesting to look at what Andy Penn's been talking about lately. They've they've released their kind of next next kind of corporate plan, the T25, where they're looking forward to 2025, and they're talking about um, um, 95% population coverage um, and 80% of all mobile traffic being 5G by 2025. So, wow, you know that's that's a that's a big number to get to because it's kind of like charging an electric car. It's easy. Once you've plugged it in, it warms up. Getting from twenty percent to eighty percent is actually pretty pretty yeah. rapid I, for a car. I can justify to that, my yeah. my when I charge my Tesla, it goes yeah. If you're down to twenty percent, it gets to fifty pretty fast. But then those those higher percentages are harder to obtain because it needs it needs to slow down so it doesn't overload the battery. But yeah. it, when you're looking at you know rolling out a, a a tower network where where you've actually got to upgrade the physical infrastructure in the most remote of remote places, that last you know five um, percent in this case is, is yeah. a big deal. They have current they've currently seventy five percent of all Australians living in their five G footprint. So that makes you one of the twenty five percent, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd bring that up. I was actually, I swear, I was looking at the 5G, the Telstra 5G map, and you said 75% of the population. Yep. yep. And uh, I noticed a massive hole above where I live. Well, I think it's time to clean on this. 100 yards down the street, not even, is 5G. I don't know. Was it something I said? Why why, why is this? Stephen, you know. Who do I talk to? I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm a a pretty big deal. And um, (laughs) what happened is I'm, I'm prepared to come clean. Um, you know, we have a commercial relationship with Telstra for this podcast once a year. Um, and part of the terms and conditions of that, and I have this negotiation directly with Andy Penn, is <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple of streets in, uh, ah. in Sydney that need to be in the, in the last 5% of the rollout. So, oh, mate, by 2026, oh, you, you're going to you. be sweet. So, what, we'll be talking <laughs> iPhone 20. I'll be right to get 5G. It would probably be 6G by then, wouldn't it? But... But what in about all this? seriousness, what, though, no, but, in but, all but, seriousness, a year ago, what a different story it was yeah. when the iPhone first was released. Like, and don't forget, that was eleven months ago. Don't forget, because yeah. remember, it was delayed. Yeah, so yeah that's right. It's eleven months later they've produced a new iPhone. Yeah, and at the time, I think the the network was was it was it up to fifty? Not not quite. No way. Yet. So it was it was still below fifty percent, and here was uh, Apple. Uh, 5G, first 5G iPhone, and for a lot of customers, that made it real. That's 5G, for them, long-term iPhone customers had never t- experienced 5G until yeah, last year. They'd now, seen the logo on the footy fields, but that's about as close as they've got. You know, yeah. There are now more than 3,350 suburbs with 50% or more coverage by Telstra. Um, there's over 1.6 million 5G devices already connected to the Telstra network. And they're all already working on the millimeter wave sites, which will change the future of, of 5G. But just to freak everyone out, just quickly before we get into the actual iPhones, <laughs> by 2024, Telstra expects to extend their 4G coverage to 100% of the network because obviously there will be a, a switch off of 3G somewhere down yeah, the track. Can't forget 4G. This, of and, and this is what Andy Penn said: this will set us up well for the early planning on 6G, which will be on the <laughs> on the agenda by the end of the T25 program. So. Wow. It's it never all stops coming. It never through. stops, but it's uh, no. It's I think the the five G experience is a whole lot different from a year ago or eleven months ago. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. Apart from your 
deal writer to get me banned till whenever, uh, it's pretty good for most people. <laughs> anyway, the iPhone 13, 13 mini, 13 Pro, 13 Pro Max are in the hands of the two blokes. And I don't know about you, Stephen, but the first thing I did was open the camera click OK oh, on yeah. all of the prompts and ignored everything, even though there's yeah. some very cool things in there like photographic styles, which I haven't even begun to look at, and went straight to cin- cinematic mode. Yeah, um, I've too. shown this now to two cameramen from Channel 9 over the last two days, and both of them were blown away by the fact that a, a phone yeah. could create the depth of field effect of yeah, some of the highest end SLR yeah, think cameras. Think about it. Like, this is – and I've been playing around with it here as well. Like, I had – I got my kids. I said, okay, you stand here and you stand here. And we set up a little scene where, okay, I'm going to change focus from you and then back to you. And then I'm going to get you to turn your face away. And then the focus automatically switches to the other person. Yeah. They turn back to face me. The focus automatically returns to them. And I said to them, I said, this is a phone doing this. And it, like, you'd need – to be an experienced cinematographer to do that manually, to do yeah. that with a camera on a yep. set. So it's just remarkable. It, it's So if you go back to the iPhone 7 Plus dual lens camera system, um, which itself was a new thing. It was like, oh, wow, dual lens. Okay, yeah. so you had this two times optical zoom, and then they go and portrait mode. This was the first time I'd heard the term bokeh. This this blurred yeah. effect, um, and the 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 way it was working was one camera was looking at the picture, and the other camera was trying to obtain some sort of information about depth, so that they could create this computerized blur around a person. And I remember very clearly going, "It's amazing," but then after a little while, realizing there, you know, it had its issues. You know, uh, hair tuft would kind of just disappear into the blur. There, it yeah. wasn't perfect, but. Gee whiz, that came a long way rapidly across the whole smartphone market. This is not generation one uh, portrait. It's better than that. It, it's definitely not perfect. Um, you know, if you've got a person and, and the background and you look close enough, you can see on the edge of the person, you can see where it's it's trying to define the edge of the person. But when you're shooting the right way in the in the right scene, it's phenomenal. And just, yeah. just doing a – and remember, this is the thing. I remember asking uh, an Apple representative, so is this using the LiDAR sensor on the Pro Max? And they go, this is on the Mini. So the cinematic <laughs> mode is on the Mini, yeah. the 13, the 13 Pro, the 13 Pro Max. And by the way, it's on the front and back camera. So you can yeah. do a selfie cinematic mode. Incredible. Yeah, no, it's, I, it's brilliant. I, I think that's a smart move by Apple to have these features in common across the range. Yeah. Yeah, there's some pro features that we'll talk about that are only on the pro. But I think limiting the camera capability to just pro, there are some that are just pro, but the bulk of them, I think, yeah. being across the board, smart move. Because I think when a customer weighs up an iPhone purchase, they're not asking about, okay, what what processor is it? Oh, what are we up to now? Fifteen. They're they're not asking those questions. No, they're not. They're not talking about, and and some may be looking at the refresh rate of the screen. It's the yeah. camera that That's sells fine. the phone. It, it's absolutely the camera. Um, and Apple know that better than anyone. And everyone else can try and push different aspects of the of the device, whether it's screen or weight or whatever. But in the end, cameras is the thing you can show off. Camera is the thing you can send yeah. a, send them out a pic or post on Instagram, and that's what we're going to see. We're going to see TikTok, Instagram, Facebook videos yeah. in cinematic mode as of this afternoon, Friday. You know, when people start getting delivery of these things, you're going to start seeing it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and, 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 and and you think about you mentioned TikTok and all those platforms, and the create like how creative some people are on those yeah. platforms. Doesn't this just open up a whole new toolbox for those but sort of people? Even. Even if you looked at cinematic mode and went, oh, that's really cool. You can, you know, create a blur and it intelligently knows faces and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But then you go, well, how can we make that a little bit better? And you make it possible to literally edit the focal point after you've recorded yeah, a video. That's crazy. And for me, the yeah. best example of this was was my review video, which you can see on EFTM.com. Um, you know, I'm working alone. I'm in an office alone, and I've got to try and create this this you know demonstration. And I put the the boxes of the iPhones really close to the to the phone I was filming from, and I stood yeah. back. And 
I'm not able to touch the, the phone to change the focus to the boxes. So I just talked about it as normal. And then after the event, I went back and listened to myself. And then I, when, when I was able to say the iPhone 13, I was able to tap the screen in the edit function of an iPhone. And by the way, this will work on an iPad as well if you have the file there. Um, it won't work on any computer yet. It'll come to kind of final cut in, in good time. But to be able to edit that depth of field, and by the way, you can also edit the aperture. So you can say, I don't want it as blurry or want it more blurry. I mean, it's, mm. hey, that is Good actually, yeah. if cinematic mode is, is a standout feature. Yeah. I think the standout is actually the fact that you can edit you the can cinematic edit the, mode yeah. in full. Uh, it makes it even more versatile. You know, if you, yeah. if you do change, have a change of mind. But even, even when you're filming people by themselves in cinematic mode, it's, it's a video portrait mode. That's right. Isn't it? To create this amazing depth of field. It looks quite well, it beautiful. It does look really professional. So you imagine, um, you know, I, I think of my wife, wife works in politics. So I think of, you know, her filming her boss and he's doing a little piece of camera. You can still get the sense that he's in a national park, for example, because there's yeah. trees or a city because there's buildings. But you take away the focus, which means that you're keeping people's attention yeah. on the individual. And that's what matters. And that's why you're going to see these videos literally as of tomorrow. It's it's going to yeah. be the way people shoot these videos. I've got and a little also no doubt. Too, we're, we're going to what what I like, yeah, and this this feature I'm assuming will be copied by other other yeah. phone manufacturers down the track. But I, what I like about Apple and the iPhone, they treat their camera. They they don't like you know how some other some other brands have all these really um, vivid modes and really pump up the colors and exaggerate what you're yeah. looking at. Yep. What I like about Apple's approach is that they want to create what your eye sees. They want it to be yeah. to be more natural rather than that sort of garish and artificial. And how many other companies advertise their phones just with pictures on billboards? And all it says is shot on iPhone. <laughs> that's so, right. So it's a signature thing for Apple to, with their camera, that's good enough to base their advertising, their marketing around the product. I'm just looking at myself as a selfie video oh, in cin- in cinematic <laughs> mode. I've yeah. never actually looked at that before. And it's it's like, it's brilliant to think you can have this level of uh, control over the picture. And and that's where, if you change the aperture, you get you take it down to an F2 stop yep. and you get a solid blur in the background. It's, man, the fact that that's happening on a selfie. And here's the thing. So real, and you're seeing it in real time, the effect, yeah, aren't you? That's right. I can see yeah. it in real time. Now, the, the headphones. So we're wearing headphones. And so, Stephen, I'll point yeah. out there's a gap between the headphone and my my head. Yeah. My head. Me too. It's yeah. it's kind of struggling to work out what to do behind there, <laughs> and sometimes it's blurred, sometimes it's not. Yeah. So this is where, if you were to be really picky about it, it's it's certainly not as good as a Sony A7. But mate, just yeah. take it all away and go. The next couple of weeks is going to yeah. be social media craziness around cinematic mode. And, and even though you mentioned the photogra- the photographic styles, I think that's that's kind of a like that we have seen that with other other phones on other other smartphones yeah. where you know you can sort of slow and Apple insists they're not filters they're modes to, to <laughs> a sort of subtle subtle little change but you're right but, yeah. they're filters well it does you know you can choose warm rich cool all this sort of stuff so and you can adapt it within each of those and then what happens it leaves that's your then your default that becomes style, your default style yeah. yeah so then until you change it again that's what you that's what you get. And so the example I give is I often when we travel we take, you know, nice photos and things, you always take it into Snapseed and you, you you adjust it. There's a certain look I have. I like I like to adjust certain things. So yeah. I can now create that style in the photographic styles and go, that's the way I want my photos yeah. to be. So all of them that's will be it. shot that way. That's how yeah. I do it, you know? There's a level of adjustment in there. So it's not just the each mode and then you can sort of dive deeper into each of the modes to trick it up even further. Now, one of the other changes uh, and this is an interesting one. This is a feature. And last year, the 12 Pro Max actually had a different camera to the 12 Pro, let alone the 12s itself. But yeah. this year, it's across all of them. And one of those features is sensor shift optical image stabilization. So the sensor actually moves within the camera. Yeah, so it's the, the, it's body. the sensor rather than the lens with moving to, for the optical yeah. stabilization. So that's now across all. That's all across. Life. All it was just the Max 13. last year. Wasn't it? it was just yeah. the Max last year, so that's yeah. that's interesting to me. Um, the aperture has has changed slightly, but most importantly for me, and I, this wasn't even really mentioned at the keynote. All they said at the keynote was with ultra wide and telephoto zoom, you've got a six times zoom variation. 
Yeah. That's a, that means that the optical zoom on the telephoto is three times now. Three X optical yeah. zoom. Yep. Samsung owners cool. are going, yeah, good one, mate. We got <laughs> Huawei owners. But but, that, but that's you. the difference. I think that's the difference between the customers too. I'm glad you mentioned that because hundred. How many times are you going to use a hundred X zoom? It's a novelty. It's a, it's like a, you know, it's it's like a party trick you can do. Yeah. And it's uh, great yeah, when you're trying to prove you can take a better photo of the moon than someone else. Maybe, but it, it is a, it is a fun thing to have up your sleeve. But I think Apple realised they see that as a bit of a novelty that people might tire of. Apple rather than specifically to, to... limit the ability to digital zoom. So on the iPhone 13 Pro Max, digital zoom is now up to 15x. Yeah. And on last year's Pro, it was 12x. On the, on the standard 13 with no telephoto, you've got a digital zoom of 5x. And that's when you pinch out and, and zoom in, which you should never do, frankly. Just take the photo and crop yeah. it yourself later. Crop there's later, no, there's yeah. no point. You just take the whole photo. What about macro mode? Oh, how good's that? And so it uses it, it takes the ultra wide, doesn't it? So yeah. it starts with the it goes ultra wide. And when you, and I don't know whether you've noticed it, but when you bring it in close to a subject, it flicks. You notice the flick, the shift change to the length to the ultra wide length. It's automatic. So, so people would be familiar, iPhone owners, and every, every, every phone has it where you open the camera and there's different options down the bottom um, in, in slow mo, time lapse, you know, video, photo, portrait, whatever, right? People would expect, because on many other phones, you, there's actually a macro it's button. A mode, yeah, no. It, there's no macro no button here yeah. at all. You just stay in yeah. 1x, and as I bring the phone, I think it's at about 14 centimetres away from an object, yep. it flicks. And and you really only see it around the outside of the photo. Yeah. It flicks to the ultra-wide. Shifting to the lens, the other and, lens. And then you can go to about two centimetres away from an object and take a pretty darn good photo. I saw a video of a bloke who and this might be a tip for you to include in yours, is he, he with one phone, he, he took an, a macro photo of another phone, like the an icon yep. on a on an iPhone screen. And and it was a beautiful photo. And then he zoomed in on the macro and you could see the pixels. Wow. You could see the <laughs> pixels of the other phone, of the other iPhone. Like, yeah, I've seen images of like people taking photos of flowers and butterflies and yeah. little... Things like that. Yeah, it's yeah. impressive. It's a it's a it's a good mode. Yeah. It's hard. Macro shots are hard to do because you get so close that you end up creating shade or a, or a shadow effect. Yeah. So it's actually very hard to get a good shot. But yeah, you know, it's it's there's a mode an art to it, though. I know there's a lot of people who are really into macro photography. They're really just like I like astrophotography. There's a whole field of people who love macro photography. They take like taking little photos of little things. Yeah. <laughs> tiny objects i should have said is that what i should have said it's just as bad tiny objects. i'll be honest it's just okay. as bad um Small objects. Oh. <laughs> you didn't know you were going to go there that's all good no neither did i neither did i um <laughs> so you know front and rear cameras uh are impressive uh and 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 are, and are improved that's what matters here it's but it is interestingly it's very incremental in the actual specs but it's it's yeah. A bigger leap in the software improvements because a lot of this relies on the A15 Bionic processor doing the work. Yeah. I've I've been saying all week it's um, all the improvements or most of them are under the hood. Right. It's the processor, it's the the new ProMotion, so the screen the screen refresh rate. It's the camera, mm. it's the battery, it's the it's the whole power efficiency that's created now with the Bionic. So all these factors. Uh, and, and I think we we mentioned last week when the, uh, after launch that Apple actually took the trouble to mention battery life. They haven't mentioned battery performance for what three years? I can't remember. Years? It, yeah, yeah. This is the first time in a number of years, a number of launches, that they made a point of referring to the improvement in the battery. And I think isn't the phone half a millimeter thicker? Yeah, it is actually a bit thicker. Yeah, and is that to accommodate the slightly larger battery and to try to increase the capacity? Because be. yeah. Uh, so I think, uh, and in in yours and my testing, the battery level has been fantastic. It's been. It's oh, been I'm I'm pretty clear to say I can't be honest and say it's amazing, but because we're in lockdown, it's not a normal life. It's not a normal yeah. normal day. But I'm certainly not reaching for cables, charges, or any moment oh, yeah. at any point. It's uh, well in, well into the like if you pick this up off the charger at say eight a.m. You're still powering through after five, after six. And I think that I had someone today comment that. This was a big win for the Mini. 
a lot of people said that the Mini's biggest flaw was its battery life. Now, I didn't suffer that, but again, I'm a, I'm a person that has a charger in the car at my desk. It doesn't really worry me. I just charge wherever I am. But I wonder whether a lot of people were put off by the Mini's battery life, and this actually gives the Mini a shot in the arm. So yeah. an hour and a half extra in the day is a big deal. So, like, obviously, physically, it's the smallest in the range. That's right. And would therefore have the smallest battery. But it's also got the smallest screen, which means that's, that's right. the biggest drainer say, of, powering the of smallest battery. screen, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's that's a win, I think, for, for the Mini as a model. By the way, also, Midnight as a, yep. as a colour is a win for the Mini as well. It's a beautiful uh, I, I've got my Midnight is um, Starlight. Oh, your Mini is Starlight. Yeah, yeah, I've got the Midnight in the Mini. I, uh, the, the 12 is, is Midnight. Yeah, the 12. The, sorry, you, 12, the 13 is the How do you describe the, uh, the Midnight? Midnight, it's kind of a... Like it, it looks almost a little bit blue. Do you reckon there's yeah. blue in there? There's, there's a tint of blue, sort of blue, it's, it's black. It's black. You with know? A, have you ever seen those videos? And again, it's kind of virally weird stuff where there's blokes that call it bunnings, but they're paint mixes. And if you've ever had had someone mix paint <laughs> for you, it's you know it looks like it's gonna it's a tint of white, but they put a couple of drops in it, and you go and so people actually have these videos where they guess what color it's going to come out. So uh. my my vision is this is a this is a black tin of paint with you know, a few drops of blue because at the right angle, you can really see that blue. And I think that is genuinely what midnight looks like too. Yeah. It's kind of blacky, black, blue. And, and I reckon even out in the sunlight, it changes as well. Yeah. Same with, and starlight's the same as well. Like starlight's got like a tinge of gold and silver. Starlight's and white. just a, starlight's just a, a, a dull gold. You reckon? Yep. But it's, it's almost sort of bone and beige and ivory. It's kind of, it's open to inter- it's like an abstract piece of art. It's open to interpretation, <laughs> which you know, is like, why they gave it a weird name. Yeah. Because you know Sierra Blue. Well, it's blue, folks. It's blue. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's no. Real I like by the way. The yeah. I'm a fan of uh, my Pro Max is Sierra Blue. Did I? Yeah. I'm. A, I'm a fan. I really like that. Plus, I like the big screen. So. Doesn't he want? So, what, so which can I guess? Can I can I guess what phone you're using now? Yeah. So we, we've got all four of them. So can I guess which phone you're using? Yep. Yep. You're not using the mini. I reckon you're using the 12, the 13 Pro. Oh, correct. I was, I was right. Not the Max. 100%. So not the Max. Okay. No, not the yeah, Max. No, no prizes for guessing what I'm using. The Max is just too big. In I know I've handed it to a few people who have gone, oh, that's too big. Um, and there's a to, need for that for some people. but The, the decision to – well, basically, apart from screen size, there's no other difference. No, screen this size is critical. Battery. Battery size, yeah, battery life. Battery size, battery you know? life. If if that's if that's the only thing you're looking for, then that's the only reason to go to go max. And let, let me let me give you a quantification of that battery um, question on the iPhone 13. Um, audio playback time, and this is just one of the numbers Apple quote is 75 hours. On the iPhone 12 Pro Max, it's 80. On the 13 Pro Max, it's 95. Video Whoa. playback jump, jumps from 20 to 28 hours from the 12 Pro Max to the 13 Pro Max. That's yeah. big. That's streamed, huge. get this, streamed video playback, 12 hours on the on the iPhone 12 Pro Max, right? iPhone 12 yeah. Pro Max had 12 hours of streamed video and 20 hours of standard video. The 13 Pro Max has 25 hours of streamed video and 28 of standard video. Wow. Like, it's very good. That's a, That's a jump. It's a big no jump. Wonder, no wonder they're mentioning it. That's a huge hey, jump. Here's one that wasn't mentioned in the keynote, and I've just discovered yeah. it by kind of reading every part of the specs because I'm a nerd. Um, it, and this, this applies to a lot of people who – I think this is an underrated feature of all phones just because it's hard to understand, and it took a while for it to be adopted here. And I think it's because the telcos kind of struggled with wanting it, but it was Apple that made it happen. Dual SIM support, right? That, yeah. that existed last year, but this year – you can have two eSIMs. So I'll give you the example uh-huh. there. You've got your right. work your work phone and your, your personal phone. doesn't matter if they're both on Telstra or two on two different networks. You yep. can now ask for an eSIM from your work number and an eSIM for your personal number, and you don't ever need a physical SIM card again. So you can have two eSIMs running. All right. Because yeah. last year you had to have a phys- one physical and only one One physical, eSIM. one dual. And now so you now can do you the can... same. You can still have a physical and an eSIM. Yeah. Yep. Or you can have two eSIMs. So you, but you can't have. No, you can't have three. <laughs> no. You can't have a physical and two eSIMs, can no, you? No, you can't do that. No. That's next year's model. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> there's just no. There's 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 genuinely no need for that. But I think that's a fascinating uh, improvement yeah, wow. as well. Yeah. And and you're right. They never mentioned that at all. All right. I'm sure, I'm sure Telstra knows about it though. Stephen. Yes. Sell me promotion. Promotion. I think it's it's a uh, it's the seeing a film in its frame rate that makes it look a little bit more natural. It's sort of you know how there's different there's different um, frame rates that films are shot. So say you know normally a film film is twenty four frames per second. So if you if you have the facility for your screen to adapt to and produce that realistic twenty four frames per second because of the variable refresh rate, then some people will notice the difference. I'll tell you now, not people are going to think, I can't see the difference. Have and you sat really... the 13 and 13 Pro side by side and flicked through a website or played yeah. a game and I have, have noticeable the scroll. I have done the scroll. And like the good scroll is to do on a go to your Instagram homepage, you know, where you can see all of your photos and do a scroll, just sort of have them side by side and, and see that you see, you'll notice that it's a little smoother because there's just so many lines and, and, and little parts of the screen that have to shift up the screen, have to shift the pixels up the screen. I didn't notice it. Yeah. I tried real hard. Uh, mate. It, it was, I have seen some good demos of it and, and I'm working on mine as well. It, it's, I don't know how you, it, you, no, you, you demonstrate it when you're filming at 25. If you're filming yeah, know, a video yeah. at 25 frames per second, people. No. all I'm saying, my point here is, yeah. and I've said it a million times, Stephen has an eye for a, a 4K, 8K TV, a projector, and can see the most amazing detail in a television that I simply can't see. And, and I think it's the same here. And my, yeah. my, my point is that some people will lust after this feature. Others, like me, yeah. Not, frankly, I think that's more. I think there's more of me than you. Um, yeah. We'll just go. I don't even notice. And so for me, I'm more likely to spend some time seeing whether I can save an extra half an hour of battery life by turning that off. Yeah, I think the the fact that it's adaptive as well that it can tell it can see what you're doing and adapt to what you're doing. That was yeah. a smart move. I, I reckon that was the reason why it wasn't on the twelve because yeah. they didn't have. I reckon the battery might might have let them down, right? With 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 that, so the thirteen slightly thicker, slightly bigger battery, and smart a smarter system to allow you to for it to adapt to, to what you're doing. Mm. That was a, that was a smart play. But if like I, I'm I'm actually looking, I'm doing what that test that I told you now. I'm doing it now. Yeah. And I I can tell there's judder there's judder on the on the thirteen. The 13 Pro is is smooth, is silky smooth, and that that's awesome. But I don't, I didn't yeah. hear anyone complaining that the thing was juddering before. No, but but that's not why there's pro promotion. The yeah. reason there's promotion is because so you can watch your videos in that are smoother. Gaming, I think, I reckon gaming, gaming is yeah. going to get the most benefit out of this. Hey, when when, when an asphalt movies. or a Call of Duty mobile is released yeah. with an upgrade that allows 120 frames per second, then we're going to see some wins. See, the issue with with movies, if you're streaming, it depends on what the stream is giving you. Yeah. So you might have the best promotion in the world, but if you're getting a stream that's only got this many frames per second, then that's what you're stuck with. Yeah. It, it's kind of like there, there's no modem that can make the internet come into your house faster. There's no if it's if that's the way it's being served up, the promotion is 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 only as good as the, the video. At its best, best quality. Yeah, yeah. So it's but there. No, I, it, I can tell the difference. I can tell the subtle because you know what I, I can show you what to look for, and you'll notice yeah, it too. Oh, no, yeah. I don't doubt that I'll notice yeah. it, but I'm. Just yeah, no, it's not mindful I, that some I, people it's not a deal breaker. They couldn't care less. Yeah, yeah. mate. Understand one terabyte of storage capacity. Yeah. Well, I reckon that's smart because. And well, all capacities have doubled now, haven't they? So entry yeah, level right. capacities doubled. The thirteen goes doubled. up to five twelve. Yeah. Um. And yeah, the 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 pro pros go to a terabyte. Pros go that's to. That's smart a because you, can you imagine that the the increase in the amount of video people are going to shoot now with cinematic mode and that the the, the that that whole thing. Yeah. So I think there's going to be a lot more people 
trying their hand at video, even the video selfie or the, the normal using the rear cameras. So you're going to need more room to store that. You've really got a want for it. I mean, as we've said last week, uh, yeah, two thousand seven hundred nineteen dollars for a one terabyte um, Pro Max. The yeah. standard Pro two thousand five hundred sixty nine with. But uh, I reckon the sort of person who might use that would be perhaps like a a professional videographer or a professional photographer who's just shooting all the time. They want to be able to even look at their own work on the yeah. go on the device as well, just to store it see it in in its best quality like a if you're a if you're a cinematographer yeah you'd have to get the pro <laughs> so you you it does have all those features but i think that the mate the 13 i would say is probably more than enough for everyone yeah and it's more the 13 is the sweet spot it's it is really over over compensates for your needs there's plenty there i um i want to talk about who this is for because I find it fascinating that it's it's like the political conversation. We won't go into the detail, but the people that drive an argument, that it's a very small minority of people who have a belief, but it takes over the whole conversation about an, a thing going on in, in society, right? It's funny that as of, you know, the, the launch last week, there was a lot of videos being made about how the design hadn't changed and it was just a diagonal yeah. lens and all this. And it's like people... I'm very, I just don't understand what you thought was going to happen here because from the iPhone, you know, 5 to 5S, 4 to 4S, 6 to 6S, 6 to 7, 7 to 8, actually 6 yeah. through 8 were identical phones, bar a millimeter here or there, right? Yeah. What do people expect them to do with the iPhone yeah. 13? But it, it's a really weird thing because it's like they're trying to sell the iPhone 13 to the iPhone 12 owners. Nah. They're not exactly, the people buying yeah. this. I've had some amazing comments from people about like videos I've done where they go, oh, that's awesome. I'm really looking forward to that. I've got an iPhone XS or I've got an iPhone 8 and I've ordered yeah. this one. It's it's literally iPhone 8 owners yeah. finally getting something just unbelievable. Can you imagine unboxing the iPhone 13 having used an iPhone 8 for four years? Well, actually, a friend of mine was he, – he, he, on we had a chat about what he, what he had an 8 plus – and he was talking about which which iPhone would suit him, and I was sort of describing the differences between the Pro and the and the thirteen. And he ended up going for the thirteen Pro, uh, six point one, not the Max. Uh, and but he too was coming from from the eight. So and he he was he was like you described. He was looking at it thinking just what a giant leap forward this is going to be for him. Not just the camera quality, the speed, the whole thing, the design. Yeah. It's a whole new experience for him. And and you're right, it's not. If you own a 12, yeah, there may be some people who want to update to get the better of those camera features. Yeah. But generally, I think that if, if you're this – is, this is appealing to, to customers who've got older iPhones. If you're yeah. two or three years old. Like my son asked me, I said, I've got an 11. Would the, um, um, should I upgrade to the third? I said, well, it is, for you, it's a big change because it's a different design. You've got – there's all these better camera and the whole thing's different. I think it's a 10S backwards. I think 10s backwards. It's a it's a phenomenal leap forward, and I think that's yeah. that's the spot to be. But it's a good opportunity actually to talk about um, the the buying of a phone like this. There's trade ins, and we'll talk about Telstra's trade in stuff. But you know there are people who wisely buy a brand new phone, and this is the best tip I ever give: is if you're buying a new phone, buy a screen protector. Belkin have great screen protectors. Yeah. Buy a case. There's hundreds of the bloody things, and when you take it out of the box. And you peel off the, the Apple thing, put yeah. on the screen protector at that moment, put yeah. on your case at that moment, and then put the thing back in the box, put the whole box away. If you can, avoid even taking the cable out. Like on a lot of phones, if you leave the cable in there, if you've already got a yeah. lightning connector, leave it in there. Because then in a year, when you go, oh, I'm going to get the iPhone 14, you take the screen protector off, you take the case <laughs> off, you put it back, and it's a brand new yeah. phone in the box and, That's and what it's I worth tell. so much yeah. money on yeah, the private I tell that market. Too. I tell my kids that. Yeah. They get new iPhones and I say, look, get a case for it. Get a screen protector. Protect your investment. Yeah. Because in a, in a couple of years, you might be able to get some money for this and it'll it'll pay for half of your next phone. Now, I look at this in the same way I look at cars, right? You, if you've got a car and you want to sell it and you want to sell it quick or you're buying a new car and you want to trade it in, you can go to yeah. the dealer, they'll give you a number, and you're out. It's the easiest way to get money for your car. Or 
You can list it on the website. You can get all punters coming to your house and all that stuff. Same thing with phones, right? If you do what I've just said and you've got this pristine thing, honestly, your best off is private sale. It's going to be amazing the price you'll get. But if you don't want all that bother, Telstra's yeah. example of their trading, like it's it's phenomenal that they've got this trading program. And I know they've had this for other phones as well, the Samsungs. But they use a, a trading program through Kingfisher. And it basically, here, here's the numbers. If you've got an iPhone 12, you can get up to 725 bucks back. IPhone, iPhone 12 Pro, $950. So you're actually, now, when you send it off, they evaluate it and then you get a you, you get the credit after the fact. Yeah. So it, there is a, there is a, you are putting your destiny in the hands of this other company. I will say that very clearly. But it's the simplest way to just get the credit and get the money for your phone. Yeah. It's like there's there's good, smart things can be done here to just move on and upgrade every year or two without having to rely on even being on a contract for a phone. Because a lot of people don't yeah. mind just paying the contract fees. You know, you, you sign a 24-month plan, you're off and going, good, great. A lot of people yeah. are happy with their month-to-month plans. And I was talking to a guy the other day who's still on a really sweet grandfathered plan with Telstra and doesn't want to get let go. So he's going to buy it outright. I said, mate, do your best. You'll be sweet. But the the, the, the trading prices uh, and and it's Apple phone. iPhones hold their value pretty well. Samsung phones too. Samsung phones also do all right. They do. But, you know, uh, I think it's, it's like a European car compared to a, you know, uh, a Korean car holding their value. There's no doubt yeah. a European car holds its value. So it's not a bad thing to consider the simplicity of a trade-in or, or, or the very yeah. least moving on. Don't but keep it on the all. Look after your phone, though. Look after it. It's yeah. it's something that it's it's an investment. That's what I, like I said. I tell my kids that. Put a case on it. Get a cover on it. Make sure you protect it. Get a screen protector. Do it. Can I? So predict- that way, when you want to upgrade, it's it's the path to upgrade is a lot easier. Yeah. Can I predict that um, you, Stephen Fennick, will once again sign up to the XL plan on Telstra? Absolutely. Which is $115 yeah, think... a month. Yes. You're going to cop a 12-month discount and yep. get $65 a month and 180 gigabytes of data, despite the fact that you only use 5 or 10 or 20 gigabytes of data a month. <laughs> Don't go there, mate. Don't data shame me again. But, yeah. Well, well you know what? It must I was have looking worked through. For the last there's, year, right? there's a sixty-five dollar. Well, it's the hundred and fifteen. So with the fifty dollars yep. off, it comes down to sixty-five, right? Yep, yep. The plan below that is eighty-five, <laughs> and you get a hundred and twenty gig. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And then Something there's like another that. plan that's sixty-five, and it's only eighty gig. Well, so you're a mug if you don't listen to another hundred gig for free. Yeah, you're a mug if you don't listen to two blokes talking tech. But it's your own fault if you miss out on the on the XL plan deal. Well, it, that deal, I think, goes until November 2nd. Yeah. So my 12 months is up in a month because then it go, reverts back to the 115, I think. is that That's how it's a 12-month plan. Yeah, you, 12 you probably need deal, to go in. And, well, yeah. I, I actually, I, you, need to, you need to check, mate, because it does say uh, you save $600 on the XL plan when you pre-order a new iPhone 13. No, but I can just a SIM only plan. I can upgrade it. I've already checked. I'll put a I'll put a calendar note. I'll put a calendar note in my diary. You've to confirmed make sure. with Telstra that you can still get the sixty five dollar plan. It says it on their website. Okay, I just in the in the I notes up, I was provided. I can it says upgrade through the well through the my Telstra app. Yep. I can I can check what plan I'm on. Yep. And it's if I say change plans, I can then go choose that plan and hit change plans, and it's done. And it's and it says sixty five yeah. instead of one hundred. Looking at it right now, so you're the my that's my service. Yeah, just what you in there. You know I've what used else you three, can do? Three gig of one hundred and eighty gig. Yeah, <laughs> you know what else you can do on the my telstrap, folks? You can check What's your that? data usage. Yes, and Stephen does that, and he doesn't use much data. Well, how do but you because know? he's a nervous Nelly, he, he gets one hundred and eighty gigabytes <laughs> of data a month, my which is a phenomenal use... deal. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's unmatched. It's unmatched. Although, you know, I, I'm I'm shocked that that has not been matched by others. But you know, all, all power figure. to Telstra. You know, that's that's what they're doing. The other well, thing I got to yeah. say, and and you know, I know we're doing this show thanks to Telstra, um, but I also think that it was super smart for them to launch a t- two-hour delivery service. Yeah. So basically, they're using Zoom to you, which is now a stock market listed uh, career company. They yep. did very well. Uh, congratulations! They're doing very well. Um, doing very well. Yeah, shout out to the boss of that company who didn't 
cut me in on the business anyway. <laughs> um, so it's a limited offer, but yeah. So basically, you can you can have it order if you're in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane. Um, you can have it delivered. Uh, Michael Ackland from Telstra said during COVID, uh, the call and collect options have taken off. So rather than you know yeah. even having to go call and collect, you can go call and deliver two hours. New iPhone, baby. Happy days, yeah. So will uh, will the thirteen? I suppose the the pre-ordered stock might sort of take care of that. If you if you ring up on, if you're ringing up today, and uh, would you get? I don't think you'll get your iPhone thirteen in two hours today. Maybe if you get know. come after Mate, it in a week or so, I'd make the call. I mean, it's basically, yeah. you know, it's interesting, and you can um you can go to telstra.com forward slash same day. That's the website. Um, in our email, I'm assuming it's also on the website. There's a phone number for every single one of the stores. Yes, there is. So yeah. each of the participating stores. You're um, on Tech Guide. I put them all on Tech Guide, all the numbers too. Did you do that, Trevor, on EFTM? No, nah, mate. Um, <laughs> because people can go to telstra.com forward slash same day, okay. um, which is very important. Uh, and you can find out. So you can you, using the yep. website, you can click and find out which delivery suburbs yeah, are, need, are applicable. Yeah, you within range of those suburbs, yeah. That's right. So you can find out. So, for example, um, is, is, is my suburb within reach of – no, you're out Cat- of the country, mate. You, 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 no. you will you get it? So will no. you get it if you're? East Gardens covers. Yeah, mate, you know what? It'd be hilarious. Away. It'd be awesome if the East Gardens store, which is like a stone's throw from Phoenix Place, covered everywhere <laughs> except his street. Yeah, well, it'd be like Just a five like G. The 5G. Then, yeah, good on you. <laughs> Come on, Telstra. Do do a bloke a solid Telstra. Andy, Come on, Andy. Stick solid with our contract, Andy. Oh, come on, mate. How could you do that? Be a man of How your word. You do <laughs> I don't know who, who I need to speak to about this. Yeah, well, I think I've already spoken to him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Um, you know, look, I, I, I think in in summary, if I could say it that way, I, I, I'm super impressed with the iPhone 13. I think it's a great phone. I think they've Me done too. a very good job. Me too. I think you need yep. to separate yourself from the idea that this is a, an, a, a yearly upgrade. It's not. Yeah. This is about this is about who's this for and how much of an upgrade in it and it's great. And the features that they've introduced are I think phenomenal. Um you know, now we've got iOS fifteen as well, so it's it's really important. I think also to just quickly mention that seriously, this comes out of the box with iOS fifteen. If you've already got an iPhone, worth upgrading. It's actually a really cool operating system. It's super stable. Um yeah, I'm a I'm quite a big fan of iOS fifteen, mate. You? Yeah, I, I me too. Yeah, I, I quite like it as well. The the, the the improvements are, uh, to you know my fa- one of my favorite improvements is Focus. the shared with you folder. Oh, oh have right. you how many times have you thinking oh wh- who sent me that photo? You go through five hundred messages trying to find the photo, but there's a folder with all of the photos that were shared with you on messages in one place. Yeah, and That's actually handy. the way messages are shared in iMessage now, uh, photos yeah. are shared looks really nice. It's it's again yeah. some really nice tweaks. So if you've got an iPhone, definitely do the upgrade. Very um, smart. I was 15. Stephen, just finally. Yeah, because you know, if you don't have the new iPhone, you get the new iPhone feeling, I like to say. If exactly. You're, uh, if you upgrade to iOS 15, so, you know. What is the Sorry, deal? What is the deal with <laughs> flying cars? Well. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm not a fan of the wording. Thank you, Telstra. If I could just make some. Flying car, well. They're flying. They're they're manned drones. Okay, these things. Yeah. There's a, there's a there's an Australian business that's created a, a racing league called Airspeeder, and this is like like they look like little um, open wheeler cars. Form uh, if you're an if you're a race fan, they look like Formula Fords with no wheels, and instead of the yeah. wheels, they've got um, propellers like drones. And mate, I've got to tell you, I want you and I in this. Like, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine if you were? I bet you there's a weight limit oh, on the frigging things. Um, yeah, I'd be gone. <laughs> I I would love not to race you, but I would love to fly side by side, yeah. you know, fifty or hundred meters apart for safety. But I'd love oh, to man. be at a big field and just take off and fly forward and land. I just I want that, that feeling in my life. Have so it's only obviously a single person thing, single person, single seater racing league, and they've partnered yeah. with Telstra to use five G and and vehicle to vehicle and vehicle wow. infrastructure. It's a really it's a smart partnership because you know the future of five G is all about speed and you know infrastructure and interconnectivity of devices and vehicles and things. So yeah, it's, it's kind of perfect in that I, sense. But what's the speed this thing can get up to? You reckon? I don't, what, I don't get up to? want to know. It'd be pretty quick though. You know what? You know what? If they had a little glass dome over them 
Nate George Jetson. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Don't you reckon? <laughs> Maybe. But would this be like you know how you know Back to the Future Two kind of had a different concept of a flying car. You know the this is the thing. Version, They're not that. cars. This is not a yeah. car where the wheels plane. turn. It's more like and a plane, is it? Because yeah. the, because you think about that Back to the Future, right? If you if you twisted the wheels and the and the rims of the wheels became blades, that's all it yeah. is. Hey, right? I think you're onto something. So man. all they need is is I think they need a, a, a hover a, conversion, a surrounding of the blades that yeah. turns and becomes a wheel. That is really smart. I suppose I don't know how aerodynamic it'll be though. Or the weight of it as well. Yeah, that would be an issue. That would, I think uh, that's, yeah. That's 100% why you and I aren't going to get to fly them. Yeah, right. definitely. Definitely. I'm definitely not going to be. Have you ever been to the, um, uh, what's it called, skydiving, indoor skydiving thing out no. of Penrith? No. Mate, it's unbelievable. It but wouldn't they, be able to hold me up. But they make you stand on scales and you have to pay extra because they need to turn the fan up. <laughs> well, mate, it cost me hundreds then to get it out there. Yeah, they literally, they put you on scales and if you weigh more than 105 or something, they go, it's an extra 30 bucks because we, need, oh, to, we need to use more electricity to fo- be- <laughs> to make the fan go faster. I'll be, I'll be bringing an extra 100 with me then. So you and I will head out to bloody a rocket range somewhere <laughs> or something and try and get in these airspeeders and they'll be like, yeah, yeah well, sorry, mate. boys. Take Get off. The weight. I don't possible. think I'd fit. I don't think I'd physically fit in there. But don't you want to have a crack? Oh, would I? What? It'd be amazing. So yeah, I I, I don't know about the possibility there, but um, I do. I don't know whether my drone piloting skills would would translate to this. I think would they would. It, I, it, I wonder it, whether it's got a wheel or whether it's just using you know standard yeah, like drone little, style little controls. Inside. Yeah, wow. Here's here's the deal, Stephen. If you yeah. make that happen. I'll call Andy Penn and get 5G turned on at your end. All, right? <laughs> All right. I'll see what I can do there. I think that's fair. Yeah. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. All right. The iPhone 13 is out. Uh, you can uh, you can order it today from uh, from Telstra and, of course, from Apple and other leading retailers. Uh, full review at eftm.com, techguide.com.au for the details and Stephen's thoughts very soon. They're a beautiful phone, Stephen. I'm, I'm pretty happy with it, pretty impressed. And... It's going to be an interesting conversation yeah. to see what we really think. Of, and and of what a shame it's being released uh, when there's a lockdown because I reckon this would have maybe attracted a line outside the Apple stores too and outside the Telstra stores. Yeah. It would have been people, do you reckon, or not? I think, I think those days I think will, will lines return, you reckon, now that we've Never. sort of been through this? Like You can buy everything online now and deliver to your door. People Why? won't be camping it's out like, for five mate, days anymore. Well, let me give you a tip. I'm not going to start going back to Woolies. They deliver to your house. Yeah. Why would you go to Woolies? Yeah, true, true. Like once you've just, it's like it's like people with with video calling. They would never do it, but now that they've seen it, it's like ah, we'll yeah. zoom, and they yeah. will continue to zoom after all this world changes. Yeah, but, but you know, and this is the great people thing. Are sort of people are craving that human interaction, though. They want to, and like there are people, and you've spoken to those people in the lines outside the stores for the iPhone, right? Not outside stores. the Tesla store, outside Not Apple stores. Yeah. Okay, but. It was an experience to them. True, they wanted totally. to, they wanted to experience it. Well, let me let me give you one reason why it will never be a truly one hundred percent online experience. Yeah. Because whether you're lining up outside the Apple store or the or the Telstra store on George Street in Sydney or Melbourne, wherever you are, the experience especially when you're buying a new phone, and a lot of people, if you're gonna spend two grand, let alone one grand, you want to touch them and feel them. Like you want to feel the difference. You want to go, what does a Samsung yeah. folding phone feel like? Oh, let me find the 13. That's what stores like Telstra offer in the retail yeah. experience is, absolutely. you right. know, wh- what do they feel like in the hand? You know, think about it this way. Mini 13, 13 Pro, Pro Max, which size do you get? If you've got a 6, a 7, or an 8, you've got no reference yeah. to how big this thing is in your hand. That's true. Except if you're getting photos from someone with those, you know, taking those little micro. Yeah. Photography, <laughs> the macro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Uh, are you going to try the the mini, the thirteen mini, at any point? Or I, you, you, were, you were on the twelve mini for a while. I noticed. I love the twelve mini. It I'll fit be perfectly honest. in your little hands. It was great. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm more likely to go back to the flip. Really, I love that. You phone. like that? And Android love. too, eh? Love yeah. that phone. Yeah, I'm a fan too. I don't mind at all. Uh, even even the fold, I, I uh, I'm no, I'm still a fan. It's a hard. Note, Although the yeah. flip, the flip, I reckon, kind of stole the show a bit this year. It, it was, I think, it was appealing to a wider audience. The the, the fold three is very much a niche product. I don't they think that's str- going to be. Your, I don't know this from day. Telstra, but I'm pretty sure they're all struggling to keep up with demand of the flip. Yep, or the or both. Flip. 
Wow. Okay. Big time. Yeah, yeah interesting. But um, how 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 long do you reckon it'll be before, or if ever, will before Apple do a folding phone? It's it's years away. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon a couple of years at least. See, I I have no issue with the crease, the feeling of the crease, the look of the crease at all. It doesn't yeah. impede my daily life at all. But they, just like five G didn't exist till Apple did it, yeah. that crease. That crease doesn't exist yeah. until Apple does it, and they will get panned for it. And so they will want a phone that f- that's perfect, open yeah. to the point where it is perfect. Yeah, and I think that uh, the, the the mark my words, there's a, there's a machine at Apple currently doing this. Oh yeah, for screens. Sure. They're trying. Sure. They're trying it. They're working it yeah. out. But my prediction is that Apple will go more towards the flip rather than the fold. Hundred percent. I don't think they're going to make the a day product. Day. I don't think they're going to make a product that could put their iPad Mini out of business, or or they don't want to cannibalise their own range of products. But they will maybe have a phone that folds in half. That's my belief. Is the flip is the form factor of the future? Yeah, but the but the fold though. I imagine if, or, or perhaps they could make it so that uh, like a, the iPad can fold in half. Might not have like any exterior. Might not have an exterior screen. Yeah, similar to that, but it'll it'll be. Something that you can, it is big when it's open, and then fold it down, it fits in your back pocket. You can have a, a, a tablet you can put in your pocket. We will have to wait and yeah. see. But I think, yeah, don't hold your breath. I'd say we're at least, I think, 2023 at the earliest, I reckon they'd be even doing anything like that. 25. Okay. <laughs> Imagine what they're doing then. What would it be up Telstra to Telstra will be talking 6G. 6G, it'll be the Apple iPhone. A so what, what will it be? iPhone, so 14 is 22, 15 is 23, 16 is 24, 17 is 25. The iPhone 17. So Mark's 17 diary, or 18, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might, or they might be drinking. They might slip a couple of S models in between. Because that was the other argument or the well, argument you can, uh, we had. Let me end, let, let's end with that. Do you not now agree that this should have been an S? For sure, yeah, it, it was definitely an S model. So it's what what Apple tended to do was have the S where the design didn't change, but there was a new internal feature. Yeah, when the design changed, it was another number, but less internal difference. But yeah, and, and what was you said it was? I think it's the three years in a row they haven't had an S model. Never done uh, not 11, never 12, 13. Yeah, they had the 10S, didn't they? 10S had it had an S exactly. 4S, 5S, 6S, 10S. So they went, yeah. they went 7, 8, 10, but then 10S. Does 7 have an S? 7S? No. no. So they went 7, 7 8, went 8, 10. Was there no 7S? Are you sure? No, 7S. 7S. I don't think there was, was there? No. There was no. a 7 Pro. There was a 7 Max yeah. or whatever. It was a big, no. big 7 model. Plus, 8, 8 7 plus, plus, 10, 10R, 10S. Yeah. Yeah. So you could argue 7, 8, 10 is a consecutive, but yep. not really because 10 was a complete redesign. Correct. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. Thank you to Telstra yep. for uh, bringing us together yet again this week and uh, getting into your ear holes um, to talk all things iPhone. And if you're looking for an iPhone, obviously, you can sign up at Telstra.com or ring your local Telstra store if you're looking for uh, uh, that two-hour delivery window if you live in one of the big metro areas. Stephen, lovely to see you again, mate. Um, we'll be back on uh, Monday night for the private feed. Likewise, and yes, hopefully this time next year, I'm talking to you from a 5G area. Not if Andy holds up his side of the deal. (laughs) See you, mate. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.